Ladies and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That seems to be the lot for today. Oh, how's that kettle of yours? It's just about boiling. Would you like some tea? Very much. I'll have a word to Dr. Lanyon and then I'll be along. You'll find him in the dispensary talking to Nancy. Oh, good Lord. Not again. <laughs> uh, what do I pay that young woman for if she does nothing but lure my assistant away from his work? I wish they'd hurry up and get it over. Well, judging by what I saw through the glass door last night, he isn't wasting any time. Neither is she, if you ask me. Well, I imagine we'll be giving them our blessing very soon. I'll be sorry when she goes. She's a first-rate chemist. She was talking about doing some research. Perhaps she could work with you. Not with me. I've given up. I've given up all that now. Oh, surely not. Oh, that seems wrong. You were doing such valuable work. Enough to prove to me, Peter, my dear, that insufficient knowledge is an extremely dangerous thing. Oh, but you mustn't. What about your work on anesthetics and the possibility of nerve blocks? How did you know about that? I'm an ardent reader of The Lancet, don't forget. And you just forget all you ever read about me. It's over and done with. And if you could look into my laboratory, you'd find the whole place covered with dust. I never thought you'd give up. Give up? Is that what you call it? Isn't it that? Why do you think so? You had a bad breakdown from overwork, but that doesn't mean you should give it up altogether. Nurse Peters, do I take it that you're daring to criticize the conduct of your medical superior? Where's your knowledge of professional etiquette? My professional etiquette isn't strong enough to stand the thought of you becoming a back number. Woman, go and boil your kettle and leave these matters to your betters. You can make a joke of it, but I think you ought to be ashamed of yourself, Henry Jekyll. Ah, bless you, Peter. You're the first person who scolded me like that since Mother died. I didn't know how much I'd missed it. If it's a mother you're in need of... Oh, don't think that you'd be any good as a candidate. You're far too young and pretty when you blush like that. Please don't. I mean it. Go and see Dr. Lanyon. You're wasting time again. Well, I won't come back if you uh, don't give me toasted crumpets with my tea. You've been looking in my cupboard. (laughs) Oh, no, I haven't. (laughs) I've got second sight. Well, then perhaps you can tell me what I'm going to give you to put on them. Of course I can. Strawberry jam. Wrong. It's honey Mother sent me up from Devonshire. And clotted cream. Devonshire? Oh, perhaps I can call and see her when I'm down there. Are you going to Devonshire? Uh, Yes. Uh, There's someone down there I particularly want to see. Will you be going soon? Oh, as soon as I can fix things up to get away. It's one of the things I want to see Dr. Lanyon about. So I'd better make sure of catching him before he goes. Way, sir? Well, not really. I've been down here once or twice before. Can't say as I recall your face. Strange. There ain't many as comes this way that old Jeremy can't remember. 
You don't get many visitors, I suppose. Just now and again, sir. Now and again. Out of the way we be. But none the worse for that. Indeed you're not. Uh, this is a very pretty little village you've got. Ah, snug it be, tucked in at the back of them hills. I ought to see them come autumn time, when they have us out. Rare sight they be, and no mistake. Stopping long in these parts? Uh, no, not long. I've just come down on business, as a matter of fact. I wonder, can you tell me if any of the Trelawney family are still in the old house? Trelawney? Aye, that they be. There's old Samuel and his daughter, the same as they always was. It's not likely that they'd ever be leaving the place. Uh, and young Sam? Aye, Sammy went to South Africa years so gone. Not been heard of him, as far as anybody knows. He, uh, didn't get married then? To Widow Cole's lass. Nay, that were called off long before he went she were fit for nothing since that accident she had. And what became of her? Well, when her mother dies, she were took in by her auntie down at Grogley Alt. Been there this two years or more. And uh, Hester and the old man Trelawney are still at the farm? I, I wonder, would he see me if I call? He might. Then he might take a fit into his head and set the dogs on you. Old Samuel's got mortal bitter since young Sammy went away. Oh, they do say it was partly his own doing. Oh, well, I think I'll take a chance about the dogs. Good day to you. Good day, sir. Now, what might a young swell like that be doing in these parts? Sticking his nose into other folks' business. Be you wanting to see someone? Uh, you're Miss Trelawney, aren't you? Yes, that's right. Well, I've come up from London. I was wondering, uh, could I see your father? Father doesn't see many strangers. What was it about? Well, I've been asked to come and see him on behalf of a... of a man named uh, Edward Hyde. Edward Hyde? Yes. You'd best not mention that name in this house. I think if your father would listen to me, I might be able to do something that would make your memory less bitter. Esther, Esther, who's there? A gentleman's come up from London, Father. He wants to see you. What about? I think you'd best be coming inside. Father's not left his chair these two years now. If you'll just step this way and mind your head on the lintel. The doors are made low in these parts. Uh, thank you. Oh, uh, Jekyll is my name. Uh, Dr. Henry Jekyll. What are you talking about, Hester? Who is this stranger? What do you want? I'm bringing him in now, if you'll only have patience. Through this door on your left, Doctor. This is Dr. Jekyll, Father. He's got something he wants to talk to you about. Well, if it's about selling the place, he might as well save himself his breath. There's been nine generations that Trelawney is living here, and... And I'll not be the one to let it pass into other hands. It's all right, Mr. Trelawney. I haven't come to try and get your farm away from you. Well, what have you come for, then? What's brought you all the way from London? I, uh... Oh, I've come at the request of a man I happen to know. Uh, he asked me to come down here to try and make amends for an injury he once did you. A man did me an injury? 
There's only one man that I know of who ever did that. I haven't any doubt that we're thinking of one and the same person. Uh, I'm referring to to Edward Hyde. Uh, did, did you say he was a friend of yours? If that's so, you can get out of this house. No man who has anything to do with him can ever stay here. Father, Father, calm yourself. Uh, You'll be getting bad again if you get so worked up. Then, then what does he mean, coming here talking about Edward Hyde? Has he come to torment us and remind us of things best forgotten? Oh, no, I've come to try and make amends. How could you do that? Can you bring back my son to me? Wipe out the disgrace of that, that fine girl? Well, I came uh, to see you. Uh, you see, I can't undo the past, but there may be some means of uh, making the future a little better. Who are you? What have you to do with such a man as Hyde? Well, I can't tell you that, but... Let me say that I'm, in a way, his his executor. Executor? Then he's dead. Oh, no, not dead, uh, but gone away. Uh, I know. He's disappeared to save himself from the gallows. If ever a man was right for the hangman, he's... Father, father, try to keep calm. How can I keep calm when I think of that man? I've never ceased to regret that I didn't choke him with his two hands the way I wanted to when I first set eyes on him. Dr. Jekyll, I really think you'd better be going. Father's not well enough to stand excitement. Uh, Then can I have a talk to you? Some other time, maybe. I'll have to see to Father now. He's looking very bad. Well, uh, I'm a doctor, don't forget. Now, let me feel his pulse. I promise not to upset him anymore. Very well. But for mercy's sake, don't talk about that man. I won't. Now, Mr. Trelawney, uh, just lie quiet and let me see how that heart of yours is behaving. That's better. That's right. Now, uh, just let your wrist relax. Well, it'll be all right soon. Of course you will. Of course you will. Well, I'll go now and uh, I'll not trouble you anymore. You'll be all right, I think. The heart is rapid, but it's beating quite evenly. Will you come out here? I want to speak to you. Why, certainly. Where did you get that ring you're wearing? Why do you ask? It's the same that he had on his hand. He? You mean Hyde? Yes. I'll never forget it. He had it on the night he came and told us about my brother, Sam. I remember the way the light shone on it. You're quite right. It is his. He gave it to me as a memento. Memento? Of him? All we've been trying to do is forget him. Well, Miss Trelawney, if you'll only hear what I've come to tell you, I think you'll be able to forget him much easier. All right. I'll come and see you then. Where will you be? I've taken a room in the little inn in the village. Uh, Could you come down there? I'll come down later on after Father's gone to sleep. Very well. I'll wait there for you. Call me if you get worried about Mr. Trelawney. I'm awfully sorry to have upset him like that. You weren't to know. But the mere mention of that man's name is enough to make him bad for days. I think I do know. Everything. I'd never told you the whole truth of it. He had no secrets from me. Then no wonder your hair's gone white and you're still a young man. 
The things that man must have carried in his heart would be enough to haunt you for the rest of your days. They do. That's why I've come down here. To try and lay a ghost. Will you help me? All right. I'll come down this evening after it's got dark. I'll wait for you. In the parlor of the little inn. 